Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And welcome to our final August edition of the SCL Mortgage Show for 2022. I'm Sandy Clough, alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And as we get started on this Saturday morning, 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL. And MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And Larry, I can't get over uh, the interesting show we had last week with Catherine and Jackson as our guests. And you took some pictures and I did. You've gotten quite a response to those <laughs> pictures being sent out. I did, Sandy. It was uh, it was a great uh, good good to be here with you uh, as well. Um, I did take some pictures. Uh, One hundred four three, the fan right behind us, and everybody sitting here in a microphone, and and I put it on Facebook. And oh my gosh, I had all kinds of all kinds of oh they want your job, Larry, and oh. <laughs> They were very good. They were very very good. smooth. Yes, those those kids are very smart, and I really like their attitude about wanting to learn, wanting to um, maybe develop a, a portfolio of real estate. They had a lot of great questions, so it was a really really fun show with those two. So maybe one day we'll have them back. I think the subject matter caught on, and we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks, and maybe by means of review for those who perhaps didn't catch the entire show last week and or the week before, uh, you were once again telling us last week that even you and your wife are building a portfolio of investment properties. Tell me again why you're doing that. You know, there's there's a lot of good reasons. Um, of course, I'm not I'm not 20 or 24 or 20 like those two are. But but here's our reason, Sandy. Um, one is because rents keep going up and up and up. So I would encourage people, if you are a renter, call SEL and see what we can do for you. Maybe we can get you into that new home of your own as opposed to renting. But here's the thing. All across the country, rents have gone up and up and up. Every, every year they're going up. And I have read over the past several weeks that uh, builder confidence is at an all-time low. Maybe they're worried about inflation. Maybe they're worried about recession. Maybe they're worried about because they they have a long time to get a house out of the ground, right? So they have to think in the future. So if they're right now worried about or or worried about those things, so they're not building as many homes, that means there will be less homes available. And there's not that many homes on the market as it is. So Yes, my wife and I are are building another uh, uh, investment piece of property or uh, several pieces of property. And, you know, the rents are high. I mean, in more times than not, it's going to pay for the that mortgage. So there's a lot of good reasons if you all folks out there want to build an investment portfolio of, of real estate, give us a call. We know exactly how to do it. And I remember from last week, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that uh, you were talking, and, and so were Catherine and Jackson, about uh, all the tax deductions and write-offs that come with investment properties. Oh, it's amazing, Sandy. It, it absolutely is amazing. So <clears throat> for those of you out there who 
don't want to send the IRS a lot of money every year or or every month or whenever you get your uh, your paychecks. So think about this. Um, and I explained it last week. So if you didn't hear it, you, the podcasts are certainly available to uh, anybody who wants to listen to it. But first of all, there's depreciation on an investment piece of property. So if you buy a $600,000 house, you can depreciate that over 27 and a half years. So you do the math, that's about twenty, almost $22,000 per year that you can write off on your property, on your, uh, on your income taxes. That's a pretty good bite. So, you know, figure out all the net income you have. Now take twenty-two or twenty twenty uh, twenty-two thousand dollars off of that. And then the other part of it is that you say you have a six hundred thousand dollar mortgage and you're paying five and a half percent on your on your um, interest rate. So that's another thirty-three thousand dollars that you can write off on your property taxes. So put that two together and that's like $55,000. That's a lot of money. And it can save you from having to spend or write that check to the IRS. So there's tons and tons of good um, good tax write-off, legitimate tax write-offs that you can do every single year. So if, you, if you're not familiar or not, um, not familiar with it or, or you want to talk to your accountant or call us, we know all about that. So we'd be happy to, happy to share it with you. You told me before the show today that you have another loan program you wanted to uh, talk about. It's very interesting. Uh, let's tell our listeners about it and, again, remind our listeners that you're pretty much doing this all the time. Good times and bad, yeah. you're trying to tweak and maybe even uh, concoct a way to present loan programs that fit the times. We are, Sandy, and, and this is um, this is brand new to us as of this week. So what's really what's really catchy about it, what's really cool about it is <clears throat> You know, we have our bridge loans where if you have a house, we can we can tie that together with a new purchase. Well, in this particular program, you don't have to own a house, whether you're a first time buyer, whether you're a guy like me that owns a house or you want to buy an investment piece of property. um, We can. Here's how it works. So let's say that you you. Well, let me back up. First, you come to us with um, with an idea of what you want, and then we'll pre-approve you for that size of house that that loan amount and then and then we can look at the property once you get a property and say okay you you want to pay $600,000 for this property so we look at it and we have to verify your down payment and then we will give you the cash to be able to buy that house right so basically it turns you into a cash buyer and i know this is this is even applicable today because as my wife and I have been writing offers on different properties, we lost one last weekend that a cash buyer came in and closed in 10 days. Well, so I figured out, okay, we're, we, need to, we need to be a cash buyer. So what it is, is is that we will give you the money to be a cash buyer. We just have to verify your down payment. Then you can, you can possibly secure that home as a cash buyer, and then we'll put a loan on it after the fact. And so it's a really, really good program, I think, um, for people that want to buy a home and you're having to compete with a cash buyer, we too can make you a cash buyer. So there's a lot more details to it. So give us a call. And and, uh, it's something pretty exciting. That's a wonderful idea. 
and you came up with it as a result of a personal experience <laughs> That's you right. had that did not go well. And the whole concept of the bridge loan is to take you from being one day contingency buyer and not literally, but virtually overnight, make you a cash buyer a- and take you from the bottom of the pile to the top of the pile in a market that we all know is ultra competitive. It's ultra competitive. There's just not, you know, for every house that comes on the market, there's about 16 offers that come in. So, um, yeah, as soon as I saw that our realtor told us that, uh, well, sorry, guys, you you didn't uh, you didn't get the house. We offered full price. We offered close in 30 days and you didn't get the house. But a cash buyer came in and can close in 10 days. And I said, all right, that's enough of that. I'm going <laughs> to we're going to we're going to be a cash buyer. So that really is uh, is helping us right now. And by means of clarification, this is different than your bridge loan program. Yes. Yes, it's it is. It's a separate entity. So if you own a house and you want to buy another house, but like you just said, you have to submit a contingency offer. I want to buy your house, but I have to sell mine first. That, that's just not going to happen. It just doesn't. No, nobody's going to accept that, that offer. So a bridge loan, we will give you the money to buy this house, and we have a lien on the house and, of course, a lien on, on your exiting house. So we can give you the money, and then you can close in 10 days. But the program I just described to you, you don't have to own a house to be a cash buyer. So we've got that figured out, and all we have to do is, like I said, verify your down payment, and then we can turn you into a cash buyer. So I think we've got both things covered right now, Sandy. Excellent. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your cash-out loan programs for a little while. And later on, of course, we'll be getting to some of the customer emails that uh, came in this week. We took some calls last week. We'll do that again. But for today, we're going back to our uh, email submissions over the past week at SCL Mortgage. And we will continue to talk about uh, what you might be looking at here as we move in. I can't believe we're saying this. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, we're moving into the late summer days and weeks of 2022 right here on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. And indeed, this is the SCL Mortgage Show on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clef with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222 is the phone number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Larry, we've talked about your cash-out loan programs for a bit now, so uh, tell us once again how they can benefit our listeners. You know, Sandy, I, I'm glad you brought that up because we do, um, we are doing a lot of cash out loan programs, whether it's FHA or conventional or VA. Um, there, there's always a need that people have cash and in and, and many ki- kinds. You, you, you just never know. Some unexpected bill comes along, some unexpected this, and, and all, all of a sudden we need some cash. So <clears throat> what we... Um, what we've done, and even in today, Sandy, uh, I mean, it's not a secret that everything costs more. You go to the grocery store, it costs more. You, you, it, it just seems like everything you go out to eat, it costs more. So I think of it as let's do the math for people, and maybe you've got that rate of 3% or 4% or whatever it is, and you say, well, I don't really want to tap into that, but 
what we have to do is we have to do the math. Let's say this need for cash, whether it's credit cards or or maybe you want to just put some savings in a bank or or boost your your 401k or whatever it is. That's a really good feeling when you've got cash in the bank. That's that's like the best feeling. So, you know, if and when anything happens or or you know, inflation or recession or whatever, you've got cash in the bank and that makes you sleep better at night. So the cash out program works very well. But I would say to people, if you have a need for any of that, whether it's credit cards or automobiles or personal loans, let's do the math for you and see if you can save $600, $800, $900 a month, then probably that makes good sense for you. Or maybe there's a, a need for a second, or maybe there's a HELOC or some some other instrument that we can that use to uh, to help you out. So, yeah, just please give us a call. Our loan officers are very well very well versed in this. You know, I've been thinking over the last few weeks, and we haven't had a chance to get to this on the program, but uh, you have a vision for what you want SCL to be and vision is obviously critical to any organization and you still have that vision right you know we we certainly do maybe creating and recreating it you know we we've had to do that sandy because you know the the mortgage industry is um has changed a little in the past several months so you know interest rates have gone up just a little bit and and so we have to regroup and we have to figure out our vision. Maybe it's changed a little bit. So you know what else I did? I was in um, Austin, Texas uh, last week, and I signed up for this course. It was brought to um, brought to us by one of our, our investors that we sell loans to. And it's every day. It's about, eh, it's like five or, no, it's about 10 minutes per day. And this week was about vision. So I, I, I really wanted to spend a, a little bit of time on that. So you know, they say that a vision is more than a wish list. It's not just about what you want in a physical sense. It defines it defines who you want to be, both personal and professional, both inside and out. And I think your vision is a detailed description of your next level, the impact you wish to make, the experiences, the accomplishments you want to achieve, and the overall picture of your life. And you really, really need a vision. Here's, um, and this was part of this course I'm taking, Sandy. The only, here's a a quote. Um, I've never heard this before. But the only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. And you can bet who said that. Great line. uh, Helen Keller. Yeah. Yeah. What an, uh, that's just, I've looked at it and like, oh my God, this is so true. And so, and for her to, to say that the only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision. So you can imagine well, the, the, that has a spiritual connotation too. Doesn't it does it? strong spiritual. Absolutely. It does. And, um, you know, <clears throat> when you engage your imagination to intentionally create a new target or, a a paint a vivid picture of, of what you want, that, strong desire changes with that clear vision you i think you can you practice it you desire it you want it and that tells your brain that i'm going to go get this i'm going to achieve this whether it's you know you want to be a better father a better husband a better um in your business whatever it is so um 
Yeah, we we spend a fair amount of time on this, and I, I think it's a it's a good thing to have that vision and exercise it. Switching gears just a little bit, um, you listen to a lot, and you watch a lot, and you hear about the advertisements regarding Orchard, right? Yes. And as I understand it, they talk about buying your home. So tell us about that. What's going on there? You know, um, coming in here um, today um, on Saturday, and I just heard another commercial about that. So maybe this is catching on. But but when I heard about Orchard several months ago, um, and I'm not picking on Orchard. I'm just trying to explain to our listeners what this is about. So Orchard will say to you, um, we will buy your house from you, right? And whatever that fair market value is, and then then you can go buy another house because we're going to put all this cash in your pocket, right? So, and if we sell the house for more, then you will get to keep the cash. Okay, that sounds pretty good. And then I can go buy this house that we want and, you know, we, we, we want to live there. So, but here's the thing. Orchard wants the sale of your home, the one you're exiting, for the standard commission. And then they want the sale on the new property that you're buying, standard commission. And when I checked with them, they said, we have to, you have to use our mortgage company. And I thought, well, wait a minute, I'm in the business. I'm not going to use your mortgage company. So then I dig a little bit deeper, and it founds, and I find out that between the sale of the exiting property, the sale of the new home, and the, sale, and the, and the closing of your home on your mortgage company, there's like 10 to 15% money that they're making on all that. And okay, good for Orchard. You know, you've um, you've got a billion dollar valuation right now. But I would say, you know, I for me, I I would not do that. I just wouldn't. I would go back to the 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 brokerage, the the uh, relationship you have with your realtors, and or if you don't have one, we can have it, and you can do things the old fashioned way, and they still work really, really good. And realtors are hungry for business right now. Maybe you can uh, strike a deal. Maybe I know one of our realtors is is happy to do that. So um, I would say go back to basics and use use your realtor. I will describe this story uh, that may or may not be pertinent to to what you're talking about. But uh, uh, my sister is uh, moving with her family from Carmel, New York, to Albuquerque, Mexico. Interesting. Okay. And uh, they went through an experience over several months with a realtor who probably put too high a price on their home, and they struggled and struggled and didn't get much activity. Uh, They changed realtors, got a good one. Yeah. This is to the importance of realtors. Two days sold a home. Really? Considerable money over the price they had put on the house. Wow. So Interesting story. The, the, the difference between people who make promises and string you along, it reminded me of a lot of our stories here that we've told on the on the program that they were pretty much strung along for five or six months. Oh. And they they should have caught on. She's a little regretful that she didn't right away understand that, that this wasn't going well right right and there were promises oh action will pick up this is just a rough time and 
you live on a main road and your house is older and so on. Yeah. And they got uh, eventually in 48 hours uh, thousands of hits online when they put Amazing. their own out there with a new realtor who knew how to market. Right. And right. again, it's there are all these deals that look great or people who sound like, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. But getting back to somebody who understands the fundamentals and really understands how to market uh, is very important. Uh, Absolutely. So, uh, again, uh, along these lines, can our listeners just use the realtor and use your bridge loan program? Absolutely, they That's can. That's very simple. <laughs> and you've got good realtors. You're you're associated only with people who share your values. Yeah, they absolutely We're, with our core values. And and you've met um, several of them, Sandy. We've had them on the air before. And you want you want somebody, in my opinion, that understands your local market. Yes. And, Thank you. <laughs> and not maybe it's not a nationwide company that maybe it's based in wherever the heck it's based and they're going to use Zillow and, and determine a market value for that. You know, to me, it's back to the basics. I want to, I want to shake hands with the realtor who's going to sell my house. And I want to know exactly what the deal is. And I want that realtor to know where the schools are. What's this, what's going on in this neighborhood. And that in inv- that valuable information is worth its weight in gold. It really is. The people saying, "Well, I don't know if I want to pay this much or that much." Every- everybody's going to pay the same, just about. But with this person, maybe you can negotiate something better, or they're going to earn their keep. Um, yeah, and and your case was <laughs> that's that's a case that happens sometimes yeah. too often, and yes. thank God they uh, your sister got uh, got the well, right they're happy realtor. now, but yeah, uh, you know it took a little longer. They had planned on moving down there a few months ago, but it, it's it's not a big deal. But it's an instructive lesson that uh, yeah. uh, you know sometimes sticking to the basics and the fundamentals. In fact, almost all the time is better than is better than somebody who's promising. Oh, I can get you way more than what you're asking for. Just they, wait. They and want they, the list. They waited and waited, waited. and yep. waited yep. And, and nothing was going on. When we come back, it's 303-790-2222, the phone number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. We'll get to your customer emails. All emails received within the last week. So they're current, they're contemporary, and they're coming up next on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. And we continue now with the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clef with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And we will get to your emails in just a moment. But before we do that, you have a Google review. I do. That you wanted to make mention of. You know, and this came from... um one of our loan officers who um, has not been in the business for that long, but it it really tells about him and his um, um, his desire for helping customers. So this this person, Nicholas, was his name. He said, "My wife and I are self-employed, and we had talked with several other lenders that just couldn't help us. So fortunately, we reached out to Nathan." at SCL Mortgage, and Nathan took all the time we needed. He was always there for us, and sometimes even late at night when we probably shouldn't have been calling him, but but he was always there, and uh, we just want to say the, the highest praise goes to Nathan and, and SCL Mortgage for working with us. So 
Um, we had a, a good shout out to Nathan because it's such a really, really nice review. Very nice. And uh, again, before we get to the emails, and we will get to them, of course, let's talk about interest rates briefly. You oh, referenced okay. uh, generally in passing a little bit earlier that they've gone up. Yeah, they have. You know, Sandy, it's um, it's really interesting right now. We get a we had about two weeks ago. We had a week of falling interest rates right. coming down, coming down, coming down, and then all of a sudden, for like three days, we were experiencing uh, interest rates going up a little bit. So they just seem to be bouncing back and forth. But you know, of course, they are higher than what they were in 2020 and 2022. But I would say that. You know, you and I have talked about this over the past 70 years, 50 years. They're lower than what they were the average. So yes. they're still really, really good. And, um, I mean, if you figure like 55 or 6% or wh- whatever the case is, right. depending on your FICO score or your equity, all that, you know, they're really not that bad. I mean, my first house was 9 and a quarter percent and And you thought that was great. <laughs> it, it really At was great. It was. Yeah, because adjustables were like fifteen percent. So, yeah, they're 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 really not that bad anymore. So, um, I would say give us a call and let's analyze your situation, whatever it is you want to do, and and we can take a look at it. All right, three zero three seven nine zero twenty two twenty two is the number for SCL Mortgage. MySpecialMortgage dot com is the website, and here we go once again with customer emails. Okay. So this is from, <clears throat> excuse me, this is from uh, Jennifer, who said, I am moving from Georgia to Colorado. I see on your website um, you are located in Colorado, so I'm sure that you could possibly help me with a new purchase, and I want to get pre-approved. So, so that's pretty cool. Somebody from Georgia found us on our website Saw that we were here, and, and, and we are licensed in 11, 11 different states right now. So, um, <clears throat> yes, absolutely. She wants to come here and buy a house. She's selling her house in Georgia, and we'll get her a pre-approved letter so she can go buy that new house. And, and Jennifer, welcome to uh, Colorado. Okay, this is from Rolio, who said, uh, I am self-employed. And going to purchase my first home with my girlfriend. Okay, so um, self-employed, that speaks to me like a bank statement loan for self-employed people. Um, <clears throat> as long as you've been self-employed for a year or more, we can uh, we can take a look at that. And if you want to buy that home with uh, your girlfriend, so good for you. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. And um, uh, looking forward to helping you out. We appreciate the email. Okay, this is from uh, Rick, who said, oh, this is interesting, Sandy. He talks about the the home that they own, and they have inherited this, and one person wants to, well, there's two people on the loan. One wants to sell and go buy a different property, and they suggest, or he says, can you suggest any way to avoid the use of a broker and paying the 6% commission? You know, I would say to you, Rick, that the value of that broker and you paying the commission, well, first of all, it's it's about 5.8%. But still, you're, you're going to part with that, one, from your listing agent and two, from the selling agent who sells your property. 
But that 6%, I tell you, my friend, I think it's worth every bit of, of – it, it's just worth its weight in gold because you find a good real estate agent, and if you don't have one, then let's talk about it because we have several, several good agents that know up and down the front range – um, and somebody who can best understand your market, what your goals are, the things you want to do. And, um, yeah, I, I would suggest doing that as opposed to something else. And, and certainly rather than sell it yourself. So, um, Rick, we're going to, um, we're going to help you out. Okay. This is from Frankie who said, uh, I was told you can work with my refi after a certain amount of time has passed. Are you still able to process a loan for me? Well, I think what Frankie's talking about is maybe there was some some event, some credit, something, and or, or whatever it was that we had to uh, wait a little bit before we could help him with his refi. So, <clears throat> and now he's saying that that time has passed. So absolutely, we're able to to help them out. And, and, you know, sometimes things happen. Um, sometimes they're, they're not your own fault. And, and, um, so we have to deal with it. And now the time has passed and, and we can certainly help you out, Frankie. I, I appreciate the email. <clears throat> okay. This is from Dennis who said, you have done two stated income mortgages for me. So I think he's talking about uh, bank statements as right. opposed to stated. Yeah. So he said, do you offer stated income HELOCs? If not, what are the requirements for your HELOC program? Well, here's the thing, uh, Dennis. I, I appreciate you coming back to us, and um, and we're going to help you out. But, but with HELOCs and seconds, those don't have any stated income or or bank statement loans tied to them. So I would say, let's take a look at your tax returns, your W-2s, your your 1099s, whatever they are, and let's see if we can't find enough income for you to get that loan you want. And maybe it makes sense to to get rid of the, the mortgage you have, get the cash out of the property that you need, and put a new mortgage on it. So there's a lot of things we can think about and, and different ways to attack this situation that... Uh, could very well, you know, do what you want to do and and um, still result in getting that cash that you want. Okay. So, um, all right. This came from Scott, uh, Sandy. Um, we are interested in a land and construction loan for a property in Colorado. This home will be a modular home with a full basement. Well, Yes, absolutely. We can do modulars. We can do manufactured. We can do stick built. We do have a program where you can buy the land and the house at the same time, and and it's one-time closed construction. So yes, we're uh, we're able to do that, Scott. Thank you for the email. Um, <clears throat> this came from Larry, not me, but. Uh, he said, a friend told me about your show on 104.3. I'm emailing you because my bank turned me down for a loan. We only have a, oh, we, we only put about $2 million through this account every year, but they turned us down. So, oh, <laughs> Larry, I'm sorry. I, That's I, I, an I extreme example, isn't that it? Of is, what we've often oh, spoken of. Gosh, you imagine putting... $2 million through your business bank account, and then they turn you down. 
Well, not that's. I don't think that's going to be the case with us. We will definitely call you. We'll definitely get your bank statements and um, and and get you that loan that you want. Okay, so this is from Dave, who said, "I bought a second home in New Mexico, so wondering if I can finance that through your company on a bank statement loan." Well, as it turns out, we are licensed in New Mexico. And we can offer bank statement loans down there. So uh, I'm I'm glad you called us. And um, and it turns out we have another person moving, That's right. <laughs> moving That's to Mexico right. or That's New Mexico. Right. Yeah. So okay. Um, all right. Thank you, Dave, for the email. I have a, um, one more. Sandy we got said. Time. Okay. Okay. So this came from Don. He said we have a three and a quarter percent rate. Oh, that we got in 2021. Okay. But now we have a need for cash, so what do you suggest? Well, similar to what we talked about uh, just a second ago, Don, let's take a look at the need that you have for cash. If there's a payment associated with it, maybe we give up that three and a quarter percent rate, put another good rate on there, and get you the cash. Or maybe it could be maybe it's a HELOC, maybe it's a, a second. Maybe there's a lot of different options that you have. I'm assuming you have good equity in your property, like most all of us do over the last several years. So um, if you have a need for cash, let's take a look at it. Let's do the math, and we're, we're going to help you out, Don. Sounds good. And our thanks go out to Jennifer, Raleigh, Rick, Frankie, Dennis, Scott, Larry, Dave, and Don. We'll have a fresh batch of emails for you next week on the program, and we will continue here as we... Uh, talk a little bit about PMI. That's coming next on the SCO Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. And as we conclude our final show for the month of August here in 2022, Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. Larry, I have a question that a friend passed on to me regarding PMI. When does that apply and do all loans have them? Ah, well, um, Here's a little PMI information for you, Sandy, so you can pass it on to your friend. So if you're buying a house or if you're refinancing a house and you want a conventional loan that's over 80% loan to value, that does require PMI. So on a conventional loan, you can put as little as 5% down, and so there will be PMI. Now, the more you put down, the lesser the amount of the PMI but it will it will still be there. That's a that's a lenders all require that. Uh, it's it's there for their protection, quite honestly. But also with FHA loans, which FHA loans are are really popular right now because you only have to put three and a half percent down. But there is PMI. So, and I don't think PMI is a bad thing, Sandy, because if you want to buy a house. So what if your PMI is 150 bucks a month? Okay, so take that times 12. That's not that much money. It's better to get into the house than it. Then, well, I don't want to PMI. I don't want to pay PMI. Maybe I should wait until I can put 20 percent down. No, I, I don't think that's the case. Some some people will advocate that, but to me, that's not the case at all. If you have to have PMI, then it's not the worst thing, and you're better off in the house. 
So, yeah, there are um, FHA uh, programs have PMI, and if you're putting less than 20% down on a conventional loan, then we do have PMI as well. So the best idea, in your opinion, is to have PMI as opposed to not having it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like the example I just give, let's say that you put 5% down on a home. And depending on the size of your home loan will determine the size of the PMI. And I've seen them go from 100 bucks a month to even $250 yeah. a month. So even if it's 200 bucks a month, so that's $2,400 right. a month that you're paying on PMI. 2400 for the year. For the year. Abs- yeah. Yes, yes. So, okay, you can't deduct PMI. You can deduct the interest on your mortgage, but not PMI. But think about this. If you're buying a five hundred, six hundred thousand right. dollar house right. and that home appreciates five, yeah. ten, whatever percent this year, you're way, way ahead of the game. Five percent is thirty thousand yeah. dollars and you just put twenty four hundred dollars in a year in PMI. Right. That in my simple mind that that makes sense to if I have to have PMI, no problem. I'd rather have that than not buy the house. So yeah, it, the the idea is Get in the house, get your foot in the door. Get your foot in the door. Well said. And uh, uh, that's been a very strong opinion that uh, you've held. Uh, You said you had another quote you wanted to share with our listening audience here. I do, Sandy. I want to share this one. And if you can, um, let's see if you can come up with the the guy who um, said this quote. And let me read the quote to you. So... This really, really rings true. And I've heard this quote a long time ago when I was in the Army. So if you give yourself 30 days to clean your home, it's going to take you 30 days. But if you give yourself three hours to clean your home, it's going to take three hours. You're going to get it done. The same applies to your goals, your ambitions, and potential that if you give yourself three hours, it's going to take three hours. So... Maybe you know who said this. Do you have any idea? Sounds like a Musk quote. <laughs> That's exactly right. Elon Musk. And, you know, he happens to be one of the wealthiest people in the right. in the country, or probably even the world. I've and, had that experience, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> give your house or 30 days to clean your yeah. house. Yeah, but take 30 we, days. we probably all had that experience. If you so give yourself I, three hours, you can do the same job in three hours. Absolutely. So this is a, this is a good quote to uh, to live by, folks. So, uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to share that with you. It's, it's good stuff. Well, uh, we've covered a lot of ground today. And, um, again, I want to circle back for a moment here uh, because we have a few minutes left uh, to the idea that uh, these times continue to be uncertain. Uh, they aren't the best of times. But your point in recent weeks has been they aren't exactly the worst of times either. And we have seen within the last 15 years the worst of times. This isn't it. It's not, Sandy. It, it's, you know, I've been in this business 34 years and we've seen some, we've seen some pretty tough times, right? Uh, one back in 2008 and 2009. That, that, sure. that was pretty devastating. That was the worst. That was, that was absolutely the worst. But you know what? Man, did home prices come bouncing back in a big, big way. So, though, no, th- this is not 
doom and gloom in in my mind. It's not doom and gloom at all. Interest rates are about what interest rates are for the course of, you know, 34 years I've been doing this. And yeah, there's talk about inflation and maybe there's talk about recession. But you know what? This country, um, we've been through a lot worse times and we will survive this and mortgage business will still be there. We have to refocus a little bit, maybe um, change our vision a little bit, but not entirely. But you're right, Sandy, this we have a very strong country here and we will do just fine. And we'll, we'll look back on this in a year or two or maybe six months and say, oh, things are pretty darn good right now, right? So I, I'm, a, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Well, this is the third straight Saturday, as it happens, that we have our program yep. here in the early morning hours. And we have a Bronco game later in the day. Yes. Last week, uh, not that much later. And it couldn't have ended any worse for the Broncos <laughs> than it did in Buffalo, uh, even with the perspective that it's a preseason game. So uh, what's on your mind today as the Broncos get set to end their preseason activity officially tonight against the Minnesota Vikings? So I have two questions for you. <clears throat> who's who's going to win tonight's game? And I don't know who's if if we're starting our starters or the twos and threes. And then my other question is the first home game uh, against the Seahawks, the the opening game. Yes, yes, right yes. in in Seattle on on Monday night. Uh, I don't think we'll learn much about their prospects for opening night coming out of the game tonight. Okay, yeah. Most of the guys playing in the game tonight, frankly, will be cut. The Probably. It's, a, it's a proving ground, <laughs> and, right? And, uh, there might be five or six roster spots open. Um, I suppose there is somewhat of a competition for the backup quarterback spot, although I think Josh Johnson probably has the edge. Brett Rippon will start tonight. Yep. So he'll play with the twos, and Johnson will play with the threes, which is very different from the way it's gone the first two games. And maybe the punter job is still open, too. But uh, cut-down day from 80 to 53 on Tuesday will be very, very interesting. Very interesting. Will this new coaching staff be looking, as they're cutting down from 80 to 53, for players on other teams who have been cut? Generally, Mm. when you're cutting from 80 to 53, you're focusing on the 27 guys you have to cut. You're focused on cutting down. You're not as much concerned with adding players that may happen in the ensuing days but I think this new coaching staff might be slightly more active in that regard Uh, clearly at the inside linebacker position they are scrambling Uh, they signed Joe Schobert a couple of weeks ago and then they cut him last Tuesday as they went from 85 or 84 to 80 and it was surprising that as poorly as he played against Buffalo that he was a part of that relatively small roster reduction. Right. And so uh, they're they're really down to three or four inside linebackers, and I'm guessing that they might want to add someone right. to that mix, uh, at least to compete for a spot. I'm not sure exactly what they're looking for. 
I don't know in today's game that you need a three-down inside linebacker especially. It's nice to have one if you've got it. Yeah. Uh, but three-down inside linebackers aren't going to be lying around out there on the waiver wire. So oh, it will be an not, interesting right? time yeah. uh, as uh, the Broncos play tonight, but also come Tuesday when they have to cut the roster down. But I think Nathaniel Hackett and his staff probably have a pretty good idea on a roster of 53 on about 46, 47 guys. Oh, really? That high? Yeah. yeah. And they're the guys who won't play very much, if at all. Uh, they had 28 uh, starters, semi-regulars, who didn't play in Buffalo. Uh, that number may be even higher uh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because their big uh, focus is on cutting the roster down yep. from 80 to 53. And... Uh, allowing some of these guys who are going to be cut to put something on tape that another team might find attractive. Yeah. So uh, the result of the game, I have no idea who's who's going to win the game. I don't think it's important for the Broncos to win, but I think it is important for the Broncos to show a little more uh, enthusiasm right, than right. <laughs> uh, they demonstrated last week in Buffalo. Larry, always a pleasure, and we will see you next Saturday yes. as the month of September begins. Hard wow. to believe, but uh, we will be back and we will talk some more about the mortgage business with you on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 